Hey everyone, welcome to today's Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. My name is Nate Carter and we're in Hebrews chapter 12 today. This is a packed chapter. It's one of the longer chapters in the book of Hebrews and it comes right after the chapter 11, which we studied yesterday, the Hall of Faith, which uh, just reminding us of all the, the people that have gone before us and have trusted God uh, to, to do something that went beyond their lifetime, that God was going to be faithful beyond their lifetime. And then Hebrews 12 now continues right after that. Remember, there were no chapter markings in the original manuscript. So this is just the very next sentence uh, in the manuscript that says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, since, since we've seen all the people who've gone before us that have trusted uh, God and, and have trusted his word and have been faithful, what should we do about that? Well, we should let, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. If you try to run a race and you're, you're weighed down by heavy weights or you're carrying a backpack or, you know, you're, you're, com you're carrying all this cumbersome stuff, uh, there's no way that you can possibly win the race. You might not even finish because you're, you're being weighed down. And the thing that weighs us down more than any other is our sin. How can we run toward Jesus if we're encumbered by sin? Strip it off, friends. Just take take the sin away. Let it go. It's and of course it's not that easy. You have to work at it. But but you'll notice that you run more freely without the the, the weight of sin, the weight of shame on your shoulders. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross disregarding its shame, and now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. So we run the race looking at Jesus, watching how he ran the race before us, because guess what? There's been a pace car already set. There's Jesus is the pace car. He, he ran the race before us. I'm mixing metaphors here. I realize that. But, but the point is that we're not the first people to, to run around this track, that Jesus is, has already run it and has completed it. And, and we're going to use him as our model. He, he ran with, with his eyes on the prize. And so should we. Dropping the sin, embracing the calling that God has for us, living into the, the opportunities and experiences set before us to live for the kingdom. They're going to be different for each of us, uh, but we're all aiming for the same finish line. Verse 5. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? Now, they use the word encouraging. Do you find this encouraging? I wonder. He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? Now, that said, there's a difference between discipline and punishment. A loving parent disciplines their child in order to correct them, to keep them in line, to help them to learn to live rightly, uh, as opposed to punishment, you know, just, just you know, punishing, hurting your, your children because you're angry with them. When I was growing up, I'll never forget this, but we went out to dinner with a, another family. I have no idea who they were now, but but I remember that my, my parents pointed over and said, you see over there in, in the, the dad's back pocket, he's got a wooden spoon. And that's because when his kids fall out of line, he smacks them with the spoon. 
and just imagine like well, having that hanging over my head all the time, the fear of wanting to stay in line so I didn't get hurt. That, that's not discipline. That's punishment. That's, 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 not, that's not appropriate and that's not loving. That's not how God disciplines us either. God disciplines us because he loves us. Look down at, at uh, verse 10, the second half. God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. That's the goal. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. And again, I'm not talking about hurting, you know, out of uh, uh, punishment, but rather um, it, it's correcting us, but sometimes it hurts to be corrected. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in his way. So we've come through a couple things. I just want to point out one more, um, actually two more that are, that are related to each other here. Verse 14 Work at living in peace with everyone. And so this is just a good, just a good verse to keep with us at all times. That, that as much as we can, another scripture says, as, far as, it, as much as it depends on you, work at, at living at peace. Uh, that means overlooking. Um, that means overlooking small things. That means not making a big deal when you don't have to. That means overlooking people's, uh, you know, mistakes or idiosyncrasies or um, bad habits or whatever the case may be, but work at living at peace with people and doing your part to live at peace. And then 15 says, watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Uh, I've known so many people whose lives are um, completely um, overtaken by bitterness. They've, they've been hurt, they've been wronged, legitimately they it was sinful and they were wronged against but they they instead of forgiving uh, let that just continue to to poison them to hold on to that bitterness within them that's no way to live that's that's just punishing yourself but rather to not let bitterness overtake you to to forgive uh, just as we have been forgiven and to live free from the burden of bitterness well, there's several things to glean from this passage, and there's actually a whole lot more that we didn't have time to get to. But find, find something to take with you today. Maybe take one of those verses and memorize it, uh, and let it, let it just live in, in through your, uh, your, your day, your daily walk today. Um, remember it so that you can take it with you throughout the rest of the day. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.